I would love to know, how do you actually read your Bible? I'm not talking about chronological or by subject, but what perspective do you primarily read to find you or Jesus in the text? In today's episode, we unpack transformation, restoration, and beauty as we look into just two chapters of Genesis. This episode is for all people and all ages, just like this lovely five-star review I received entitled, I'm a Grandma, from Christine2016, and it says, I'm a Grandma, but Corey's tips were even helpful for me. I sent the link to my girls who are young mamas. So good. Thank you so much, Christine. I appreciate you showing up and I appreciate you sharing. I just love how this exemplifies you are already having multi-generational impact. These reviews help encourage me. They testify to future listeners and they position you to be featured in our weekly newsletter and a future episode. Head over to iTunes and leave your very own review because I would love for you to be the next feature. For today, let's dive into the greatest love story of all times. Hey, hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life Coach and Messy Mompreneur, and I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Welcome back, Treasured Mama. It's Coach Corey here, and today we are talking about love. We are continuing this conversation about love and what it means. And today we are talking specifically about the story of the Bible. We're just going to dip our toes in the water and talk about creation and what this looks like in the first two chapters of Genesis in the Bible. And in the upcoming weeks, we're going to unpack this through the entire story of the Bible. But for today, I want you to grab your Bible, if you have it handy, bring it up online if you'd like, or simply listen. But we will be in Genesis chapters 1 and chapter 2. The story of the Bible is truly a love story. It is a story all about love. We see how Jesus exemplifies love. We get to experience through the art of storytelling how Jesus was love and how he loved us so deeply with that agape love. And it's fascinating because you can read the Bible in a couple of different ways. Generally speaking, you can read it through the lens or the perspective of how do I see me in the Bible? Or what can I get out of the Bible? Or another way to think of this is I'm going in the Bible to find some direction to get an answer for something that I need direction on. And although that's not all awful, 
it's even better to read it through the perspective of what can I learn about Jesus? Because when we look at it through that lens, and because we are created in his image, we naturally will get all the answers we're looking for with Jesus being the first fruit of our experience. And I encourage you, if you have never read the Bible, period, or if you've never read it through that lens of discovering Jesus and seeing Jesus in it all first, I encourage you to do it because it is so fruitful. It is so beautiful. And really, truly, the Bible is designed to share with us all about Jesus. So it is important that we read it from that perspective. Going back to love and the story of the Bible, having love all throughout it. It is just an exquisite, exquisite story. And it's interesting because when we look at it through that perspective, we are drawn closer to God as we learn about his love for people. We were created in his image. And this changes us when we learn how much God loves us and he placed his imprint on us because we are created in his image. We really, truly, deeply and completely experience an inside out transformation. I mean, think of this. We are imperfect sinners, imperfect absolute sinners. And God extends an invitation to partner with him in perfect relationship. That in itself teaches us so much about who Jesus is. Because if we looked at that statement of us being imperfect sinners, invited into perfect relationship, we may think I'm worthy. And it stops right there. However, when we look at the same statement of us being imperfect sinners invited into perfect relationship, and we look at that through the lens of learning who Jesus is, we realize how generous he is. And because we want to be like him, we then know that we are called to be generous. We are called to be forgiving. We are called to see people for who they were designed to be, not the behaviors they're exhibiting. And that is incredible. That is so powerful. And praise God for seeing us in that way and modeling that behavior so we can then model that to those we interact with and specifically our children. So they are brought up in the ways of the Lord. This beloved is how we truly impact the next generation and create that ripple effect. Because when you begin to realize the Bible is a love story and Jesus has such a desire for us to love in the way that he does, we are drawn closer to God's heart. And that is where we experience that inside out transformation. Because here's the deal. He loves you and me and us. He loves us so much, so deeply, so perfectly. He will stop at absolutely nothing 
to rescue us and restore us because he wants to restore our relationship with him. He wants to have that peer relationship that was his initial intention. You know, when we dive into Genesis 1 and 2 and we are reflecting on the story of creation, we are exposed to this concept of our triune God. And this can throw a lot of people off because they think the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And when they're exploring this, they think, okay, the Father is God, the Son is Jesus, the Holy Spirit, how does that fit in there? And I want to invite you to think of it as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Just like I am Corey, the mother, Corey, the daughter, and Corey, the community member. They're all part of who I am as Corey. They're separate attributes for one person. So that would be a triune representation of who I am, just like our triune God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, it is so important when we are looking at the Trinity. When we say our triune God, the Holy Trinity is another terminology that I will use for that. And it's incredible because the Trinity was unified. The Trinity is a representation of loving unity. And God is so generous. He wanted to share that perfect, unified, beautiful, exquisite love. And that's why he created the world. He created the world so he could put this most exceptional love on display. The exquisite beauty that we see in the earth is representative of that. Look out right now or tomorrow and witness the beauty and the splendor of the sparkle in the stars. If you're by water, specifically an ocean, look at the expansive nature of the ocean or the open prairies, or how everything works together synergistically when it is in its pure form. Each component has a unique way to contribute to the collective good. And that's how God has designed us. In fact, we are his most exquisite creation. We are his best creation of all the beauty that's on the earth. Mankind is his most phenomenal creation. I just had this conversation with one of my children. Actually, two of them were in on the conversation and one brought it up around, Mom, when we're looking in the Bible, why does it say man? And they were wondering where women fit into that equation. And I explained to them that man is mankind. And when we think of mankind, there are males and there are females. And that is where boys and men and girls and women come into play. So for you, when I say mankind, know that that is male and female. That is man and woman, right? Woe man is a man with a womb. So a woman can carry a child. And I love how when we look at what God has created and established, it all works together in the most beautiful, unified, loving way. 
that only God could create because he is pure love. We look at the Bible now as a story of love and we are drawn closer to God's heart for his people, which gives us that inside out transformation. We know that God loves us so much. He will literally stop at nothing to rescue us and restore our relationship with him. And the triune God is such a perfect representation of loving unity. And because the character of our God is generous, he wanted to share that with us in a first fruit capacity, which is all the beauty on the earth. And yet his most prized creation was mankind, male and female. In love, God created man in his image. Let's just pause there for a moment because I think that is absolutely fascinating. No matter how many times I hear it, the very creator of it all with his breath created you and I in his image because he designed us in a way that would represent him in excellence. As kingdom ambassadors, we are called to represent him, to represent him, to represent his image so that somebody can be exposed to his goodness that may or may not have ever even heard of his name. You may be the only representation of Jesus Christ that somebody experiences. So it is important that we show up with excellence. In the Garden of Eden, back when God first created Adam and then Eve, he gave them the Garden of Eden. And all of its beautiful expanse, he provided everything that they would ever need. And furthermore, he delighted in their presence. And that was God's initial vision for us. And yet, the fall came. Sin entered the picture. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. But today, I want you to really marinate on this. God loves you so deeply. He created you in his image as his most beloved creation to represent him. Bring heaven to earth. What a powerful invitation to receive. Will you accept it? Have you accepted his invitation? And are you representing him well? Heavenly Father, I thank you so, so much. You are such a good, loving God. And we are so grateful to be entrusted with representing you well. We thank you, God, for all that you are. We delight in your presence. And we honor your name and give you glory. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Hey mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 